Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. This morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, one of the most brilliant political minds of our generation. We're joined by David Gergen. The new book is Hearts Touch with Fire, How Great Leaders Are Made. David, the 24-hour news cycle and social media, how have they changed media and leadership? Dramatically. Uh, you, have to be, you have to be very nimble now. You have to be very, very um, adaptive. Um, and you've got to learn how to be, you know, talking punchy sentences. Uh, in many ways, I think the coming of the social media has been a blessing. Uh, we have a lot more people who are in the conversation, so to speak, now. Um, and I, you know, I think it is possible uh, to get, get if people who are activists who want to change the direction of our politics. They can turn to social media and, and get a following, which they couldn't get easily before when the establishment ran everything. Um, and so now it's better. But like all technology or many technologies, it's a two-edged sword. There's the good side of the social media, but there's then the, the dark side of social media, how it's being used to spread disinformation, lies to spread lies and poison through our system and to, and to mislead our children and to... You know, to, to, to tear the to tear the country apart. You sometimes wonder, are, are these people who are you know on social media banging away, being so arrogant? Are are, are they speaking for themselves, or is somebody paying them to do this? What would you say is the biggest threat to leadership today? Lack of faith, lack of trust in each other. Uh, it's just hard to get big things done when you when you think the other guy is about to put a knife in your back. Um, or he's trying to bring you down in some sort of surreptitious way. Uh, we used to we used to trust each other when you know, going back to the Second World War. Um, the heroes of the Second World War, when they came home from from the battles, uh, you know they they really worked together over the next 15, 20 years. The years from nineteen forty five to nineteen sixty five were in many ways golden years. You know, as you look back, they were years when we did work together. We had a president named, named uh, Dwight Eisenhower who held office for two consecutive terms as a Republican, and he had, on average, in terms of public support for two years, on average, day in, day out, two year, over two, eight years, a 65% approval rating. Yeah, when he went on radio or television to explain something internationally, a third to half the country would agree with him because he was Ike. And he had the most famous, most famous button in American political history was was I like I. Uh, there and there was a sense of these are role models. We were looking at our political leaders as social and moral role models. You know, Franklin Roosevelt argued that the, that the presidency is preeminently a place of moral leadership. Um, and so, we, if we can get get back to that, understand that, and stop fighting with each other with crazy little things. Um, I think we'll be in much, much better shape. And I do think that the, uh, looking over the horizon, the Gen X or Gen Xers are next, next up to bat. I, I wish them well. Over time, we're going to have to, the millennials and Gen Z are the ones who can create a new culture. He is political advisor David Gergen. The new book is Hearts Touch with Fire, How Great Leaders Are Made. He has been an advisor to Presidents Nixon, Ford, Reagan, and Clinton, and he joins us this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. Cancel culture has given prominence to some that perhaps don't deserve it. It's also ended the leadership of some others. What are your thoughts on that? 
Well, it can. It can end the leadership, especially if you're if you're caught out, and it turns you know, and, and people find out that you, what what you didn't tell us uh, that you were depending on money coming in from other sources, even foreign sources, uh, polluting American politics, or that you're you know you're you're running a, 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 an operation in your office in Capitol Hill. Uh, that is spewing out disinformation. That you're that you're very close, perhaps to the Russians or whatever. There are a lot of different ways that you can have sort of private lives that, if if fully understood, will bring you down. But you have to be careful about that, and you have to be thoughtful. You, you want to. I mean, listen. I, I I I don't always practice what I preach, so let me not get too high and mighty about this. But I, but I do think it's worthwhile thinking about before you. In, in public life, uh, always think, how am I going to feel if this, this if the story of what we're doing here leaks out to the Washington Post or the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or wherever it may be? Uh, if it leaks out, how much damage is it going to uh, do me? Um, and that's a smart way to do it. Jerry Ford, you all are out there in Grand, Grand, Grand Rapids and Jerry Ford country, as I call it. You know, he, he was a man who was, I thought, a role model of being uh, honest, um, and being serious. Um, he, and he, you know, he was an accidental president, uh, but he turned out to be a very good president. And in, in a rearview mirror of history, history Jerry Ford is going to look looks better and better. David Gergen joins us this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. We wind up our conversation. Who's the most underrated leader that you've worked with? I think Ford would be, would be among them. I thought he was a much better president than, and I think he's proven to be a much better president. I think uh, I think Barack Obama has yet to get his full um, uh, recognition um, for what he attempted to do. It didn't it didn't fully succeed, but I think he I think he helped to set a standard that that's uh, been very helpful. And finally, are you optimistic about America going forward? I'm optimistic about the America, what America can be going forward, um, I'm, and I'm very hopeful about that. I do see signs uh, in you know, the veterans coming back from Afghanistan and Iraq. They're, they're terrific people. They're disciplined. They fought under the same flag. They want to. They want to work back here under the same flag. They really. They're like the World War II generation. They want to rebuild this country, and they take it very seriously. Uh, we also see a growing number of people of color who are getting into the arena, uh, especially black women, they, who I think are becoming moral standard bearers in many ways. They're, they're, they're people that, you know, you wouldn't expect that the veterans of the world would be sitting down with the Black Lives Matter folks. But you know what? They get along pretty darn well and because they realize we're all in this together ultimately. The book is Hearts Touched with Fire. David Gergen, thanks for the interview, and more importantly, thanks for your service to our country. You're kind. Thank you.